Great to have you back with me for another episode of the Disruptive Voices of the Pacific. My name is Letitia Shelton. If you're wondering what this podcast is all about and who am I, you can go back to episode number one where I give a bit more of an introduction of who I am and why I'm engaged in the Pacific and uh, why we're speaking out on these issues that uh, traditionally, culturally, maybe religiously, we haven't spoken up about. And today, I want to ask you a simple question. Have you spoken to your children about the harms of pornography? Uh, is these, are these discussions that you have in your family? Um, because if you're not, uh, you are leaving your children at the mercy of a $150 billion porn industry that wants your children, that wants to destroy their lives, their relationships and their sexuality. In a moment you're going to hear an interview that I did with the young Fijian man about two years ago during COVID. Again, Weiss, his name is, he had contacted me uh, and he wanted to share his story because his life had been dramatically impacted. Uh, because of a porn addiction. He was first exposed to porn at the age of 13. That's probably a good 10 or 12 years ago now. He's in his early 20s. Uh, and he and you'll hear him say that no one ever spoke about porn or sex. In fact, to do so, you would be considered dirty. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, that type of attitude is not helping our children. It's not helping our families. We cannot afford to stay silent. In fact, as I say quite often, our silence is abuse. And to leave our children uh, at the mercy of the porn industry is to abuse them, to give them um, phones, tablets, um, they uh, suddenly have access to the world's biggest porn sites. Um, pornography is not just in magazines or movies, it's everywhere now. And so we've got to be able to have those conversations and create a family, uh, create an environment where we talk about these things. And I know that's hard because it goes against your culture. Um, but we just have to, because as you'll hear uh, from Weiss, because of the silence around his life from his family, from his church, um, I guess from school as well, that then led him, as he said, down a dark path that led him straight to hell. And to this day, he would say he's still dealing with the ramifications of being addicted to porn. So I'm going to I might do another episode on how to speak to our children, but there's just a great website called defendyoungminds.com. Defend Young Minds. Um, I'll post it up with this episode. Um, but to me, that, that's a great resource to help you educate yourself. Um, you've, we've just cannot be lazy as parents. Please, you cannot be silent. You cannot be lazy. I implore you to go to this website, get yourself educated on the harms of pornography and how to speak to your children and how to create an environment where your children feel safe in coming and telling you what they have seen. Unfortunately, yes, we've made them feel like they're dirty, that these are topics that we don't talk about, but that has just got to change. I can't... Um, talk to you more strongly about just how important it is and you will hear in a, a past episode um, that I interviewed Melinda Tankard Reist I'm not sure what number that is we talked about why we would never date a man addicted to porn so go back and to listen to that episode on what porn is doing to a generation now 
But um, as parents, even as, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I'm an auntie. I've got 18 nephews and nieces. Um, They have asked me what porn is at different times because they hear me mention it because it's a big part of my job. Um, And so we've got to all be aware. Um, Grandparents have got to be aware. Older siblings have got to be aware of how to speak to younger siblings and we have all just got to be speaking it takes a village to raise a child and so all of us have got to be aware of the harms of pornography what it's doing how to speak how to take away the shame and the silence from that so without further ado here is Weiss's story Um, but make sure you go and do some research yourself and begin to have these conversations with your children Today I'm joined by a young guy called Weiss. Did I get that right? That's right. That's right. Good. Always got to be careful with these awesome Fijian names. Uh, my name is Letitia Shelton and I'm part of the uh, Fiji Free From Porn team that uh, we launched in January. And uh, I live in Australia, but I travel mm-hmm. to Australia quite regularly. I actually attended ACS for a year. So I love Fiji. And uh, we started this campaign back in January because we really want to raise awareness of the harms that pornography is doing to children, to young people um, and to the nation of Fiji. And you've seen recently a few of the stories that we've been featuring. That's right. And I love that today uh, Weiss actually um, contacted me, very passionate about this and wanting to speak out. And I think it takes a lot of courage. And mm. and I'm excited that um, particularly young men are wanting to speak out. So thank you Weiss, you're based in Latoka and you're currently at university, linguistic. Yep. That's fantastic. Correct. Thank you. Thank you for coming today and joining us. Let's talk a bit through your journey. Um, Mm -hmm. I think as we speak and share our stories, that just helps so many other people. That's right. Absolutely correct. It is. So where did did, um, your addiction to porn begin? How old were you and how did you discover pornography? Um, well, um, well, good morning, viewers up there. Um, I thank you, Miss uh, Leticia. Yeah. Am I pronouncing it right? Perfect. Well, first of all, um, I started. Uh, I was. I started viewing porn at the age of thirteen. Um, so I was thirteen years young, as clearly as I remember. Um, yeah. So I was just that young, thirteen years old boy. Yeah. How did you find pornography? Did you go searching for it or did you just happen to come up? Um, well, I guess I was tempted to see yeah. uh, what I can't see and I started to imagine um, out of curiosity mm. and I started to desire um, longing and waited for opportunity to walk my way in. And this happens as I get exposed to cousins who own um uh, back in my days, they had porn magazines. Mm-hmm. So this digital thing never really exists. So they have it on, on hard copy. So I'll take a page out and keep it for my safety, you know, for my secret. So that's how I got exposed to it. Okay. Yeah. Out of curiosity. Abs- yeah, it is, is. And a lot of it is. And a part of that curiosity came because no one in your life had ever warned you on the harms of pornography. That's right. That's right. So um, you obviously, you know, parents weren't telling you, um, church weren't speaking up about it. Did did nope. ever hear anybody say how harmful this was? Um, to be brutally honest with you, Leticia, um, 
I don't think I've ever heard um, anybody talk about the word porn or other sex in general. Um, sex has always been considered a, 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 an agenda that is, um, you know, if I talk about it, you're considered, um, oh, why are you talking about that? Now you're being dirty. Yeah. Um, so our system and our culture in such a way, I was brought up in such a system that it has um, shrink me. When I talk about sex, I'm considered um, unchristian. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because... Definitely crazy. created sex. <laughs> uh, it's in the Bible. And, yeah. um, and I think our silence over it has created a, a greater... Uh, the industry is talking about sex. Correct. Correct. Church isn't. Um, do you think it would have changed you if, if at the age of 11, your, your parents or some youth leaders had told you about pornography and that this could be harmful? Would that have um, I think it, it would uh, to a level, but um, the reality sets in. Um, nobody around me had a light or knowledge about this harmful effect. Nobody actually took the initiative to 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 talk about this because nobody had an idea yeah. uh, or what it is and what effects will it have to on the society. But if somebody at that young age would have come up to me and talk about this, my life wouldn't be the same. You know, I'll be a different person altogether. You know, yeah. um, I'll be somewhere different. But yeah. but any lesser than I do now, I'm I got exposed at thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, and that's such a young age. And then um, for the next, all your teenage years, this was a struggle of yours. And it was, it was. And so tell us about the impact it had on you as a, a young man developing. Yeah, um, um, well, as a young man, and I would say nine out of ten young men out there in a group, um, they secretly going through this, uh, fighting this drug. And, and Paul is always about self. Um, it's always about me. It's all about my pleasure. It's about how I can feel, not how I can love. Yeah. And that's um, that's from my experience. Like I, you know, it's never about love. It's about I get a I get to satisfy my hunger. I got to satisfy this appetite. And and viewing porn, uh, I've come up to a stage where I don't believe men and women were were meant to be craved the way porn trains them too. And as they are equal in you know value to a value meal, if you know what I mean, yeah. it doesn't simply work that way. Uh, no matter how many fast food type of sexual experience I've had, it will never satisfy the hunger for intimacy yeah. uh, that God initially made for me. And so, after maintaining, after uh, at this point, after maintaining freedom and realizing that it's actually possible to be in this level and to be at this stage and to be abstinence from, from this drug uh, by your choices. Um, I learned about more about myself and I found clarity in me mm. and, and the clarity of vision that enabled me to, my, uh, to see my secret, you know, was slowly killing me emotionally and, 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 and spiritually. Yeah. Uh, you see, porn itself, is, um, itself was, not, was not what hooked me. Uh, my secret did. Uh, what I did behind the closet did that what hooked me, and the more I locked my struggle away and 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 secluded it into this safe closet, I I I, I started building a at 13 years old, uh, the stronger the last of you know it, it so the stronger I um I I I, I pushed it away the stronger it came back, 
Um, so it's basically the more the force, the more resistant, the more the force it comes back to you. Um, I, I, I shared to you uh, that it offered me a, a, a ride down to hell. Mm. Uh, with that comes shame and addiction being the faculty of instruction which governs my connection with my own soul. Mm. And, and the worthiness of connecting with others really affected it. You know, mm. I'm like, you know, it selectively choose my mood to be around other people. And it ruins my choices on how to see life. My perspective were totally um, demolished and destructed right in front of me. And I had no power to control it. You know, it took me so far that it leaves me so empty and leave me nothing with depression and anxiety. Mm. And it's sad. And it's sad because I was in a war within myself that I have no power with. And you know, I feel like I want to do something, but I keep doing the very thing that I don't want to do, but I keep doing it and I keep doing it and I keep doing it. And it has reached that state that, um, you know how we get into addiction and we play the same song over and over again, uh, but even though we are sick of it, but you keep playing it because um, there's no other song to play. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's how it, it felt for me. Mm. And, and, I, and even though I was sick of porn, but it kept, I kept going back to it, mm. you know? Um, so some days I could go without it and I'm like, yeah, I can do this. But then it's Sunday I found myself walking in the room, watching it and, and getting a straight blood transfusion from hell. You know what I mean? But, um, I don't, I can't remember how many times I can watch in a day, but I can be brutally honest right now. It, it really did hand it in fact to me. It, um, it shrink my real, uh, way of, of, of me. Mm. Yeah, so that's Absolutely. So how many years were you addicted to pornography? That's a really good question. Um, well, I came to know the Lord um, uh, wee hours last year. And, you know, so if I count back, um, I'm talking about 13 years till last year, wee hours of last year. Yeah. And I'm still in my rehab process. and. Yeah. But at this stage, I could say, like, mm, the more I talk about it, the more free I become. Yeah, that's the key. We've got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, take away the shame because um, Jesus died on the cross for your shame. Yeah, amen to that. We don't, when we don't release it to him, we're denying the power of his cross. Um, Hallelujah. So that's really important. Um, so it's really been your relationship um, with Jesus that has helped bring freedom in your life. Amen. Mm. But, but also, you know, you talked about having other people that you've been able to share with. I think that's um, actually you've had, have you had a group of people who have helped you become free? Um, yeah. Um, well, um, conversation cured my porn addiction. It really did. And I remember one time I am, I have a, a best friend of mine. Uh, well, if Luke is ever going to watch this, Luke, I really, really appreciate you, bro. Um, uh, there comes a time where, um, you know, I got to just, um, I shared my experience with him and mm. he shared his. And as conversation were taking place, I felt like shame, there was a shift of shame taking place. You know, uh, there was a paradigm shift happening in me. I'm like, for once in my life, I never felt like, I was alone in a war. I felt like yeah. there were people around me that were going through the same thing and sharing the platform, uh, it has enabled me to come out and know that I'm not alone. Yeah, so guilt and shame um, plays a huge role in convincing us that, that this secret uh, protects us. Yeah. 
But even thinking of getting by while you're addicted to porn, masturbation is a lie of itself. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so obviously you're, we're, we're still humans. We're still tempted. You're still, uh, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. What are some of the things that you've had to put in place in your life now to withstand the temptation to go back to the pornography? Mm, that's, um, that's a really good question there, uh, Miss. Well, I think I'd better get to the root of this. You know, um, I used to think the same way that, you know, I'll never get out of this. Uh, but then there was a time in my life I really sat down and I asked myself, you know, a really realistic question. Why is, where do you see yourself in 10 years time? You know, do you really want to just be the person who get locked inside and enjoy your pleasure in your own agony? Or do you want to get out and become and walk on your realm of your influence? Mm. You know, so I started, um, and, um, so I was, I, I thought I was getting by for years, but I was actually feeding my soul, uh, my soul poison and I was getting so toxic and I was headed to failure. And because that's what sin is, failing to hit the mark or missing the mark, my addiction wasn't with happy with one or two videos. Mm. Uh, that's because an addiction is, isn't based on, on reality. It's centered on fantasy. And fantasy, no matter how real it looks like, um, it's not real at all. Mm. And this is where my conversation came. It, uh, and confession requires conversation. Um, you know, even so, uh, I, I started to build up a strategic lifestyle for me. Uh, in my case, uh, yes, prayer meeting are great. Um, <laughs> yes, but that, that that didn't change my addiction. No, um, church is awesome, but it didn't really heal the inside of me. You know, altar calls are great experience, but they didn't break my habit. Hello, <laughs> I was still I go up into the altar and like God, this is me, but I'm still doing the very thing that I was doing. Mm. What sparked my transformation was transparent conversation, yeah. Yeah. and transparency means no secret. Yeah. Mm -mm. And and freedom comes when we lay out secret at the cross. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what I love about this Jesus. He's so real. He, he's so real that he, he's a person of himself and we're able to converse with him like, God, this is me. As a young man, I'm struggling with this. I don't, I just, I'm tired. You know? I, I, I give up. I give up. I'm, I'm tired, Lord. I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, that's so. the key. I don't think we'll ever see change in our lives until we say we give up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sure you're continuing to have those transparent conversations today. Mm. Um, they don't just stop overnight. They're important that we have people in our lives that we talk with every week. Um, so just finally, as we um, wind up here, Weiss, what would you, what warning would you give to young men um, who are stuck in pornography? Yeah. Stuck in pornography. Um, well, any young men out there, your integrity is really important and it's non-negotiable. Mm. Um, it's something that you don't negotiate on. Um, I say that uh, because I say that to say that there is hope and there is freedom. I've experienced it. And you need to be encouraged on your journey because you are writing the most powerful story of your life. Mm. And you need to welcome others that will do life with you. 
you know what I mean? Mm. I, I welcome others, you know. My, I started changing my sense of influence. I started to pick up on right people who can help me become an eagle I was called to be and who can connect with me. And, uh, you know, we have free, uh, freedom from the cycle that is needed, that is possible, but certainly isolation is not an answer. Definitely not an answer. You need to connect with people, tell people what you're going through. And I'm right over here. Uh, add me up on Facebook and I'd love to give my piece of time to you and just help you um, know who you are through my story. Thank you. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And of course, um, we know Pastor Manasa in Nasori, who's been very upfront about willing to help any men as well. And we'll put a number up with this as well. Uh, It's great to know who we can reach out to. So thank you, Weiss, for your incredible courage. Um, Just uh, the joy and the freedom that you found from this. hope uh, and we trust that this will help many men and women uh, across Fiji and that we can see Fiji free from pornography. Yes, definitely. Thank um, you so much. Thank you. You have a lovely evening. Easily I see your suffering I see the pain beneath that bowl of smile out from hiding the sun is rising let the islands hear reason let